When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now entering Nerdist.com. One. One what? That would make no sense to the mateys, but you counted down three, two, and I added one. Oh, I see. It didn't even make sense to me. Yeah. So how could it make sense to them? Well, you said uh, right before I hit record, you said, oh, I got something. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I can't, well, I can't wait to see what it is. And it what? turned out to be one. That wasn't it. What was it? What's my office? You don't have an office. Yeah, but. Oh, 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 yeah. If you're in the low post, if yeah. you're in the low post, that's your office. Yeah. If, or, you're, if you're playing hockey and you're in the slot there, that's your office. Yeah. And then if you're in the backfield. And there's receivers. That's your office too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But well, you know what else is my office? What's that? If I get like a, a full count with runners in scoring position, that's also my office. Right. That's your office right there. Yeah. So I'm rarely in my office. Yeah, because uh, well, I know, started by saying you don't have an office. Like it, you can just go to your office and like you know like write, get on the computer, you know, do like productive things. But I have to wait. Till I'm either in the slot or in the low post or in the backfield or at the plate. And it's got to be so frustrating for you because when you're in the office, you really, you really just want to write. Say like, you know, I wrote a pilot, right? Yeah. Pilot, yeah. And so, so you wrote that in the low post? Like say that, you know, when the pitcher is like, you know, feeling the rosin bag. Yep. <laughs> Some people call it rosin. I, I can get like a sentence out there. I almost got no time in the slot in the backfield, maybe a sentence. Yeah. And in the, in the low post, if the guys are working around the exterior or around the perimeter, I can maybe get a sentence in there, but you can see it's, it's, it's slogging, right? It's slow going. So what do you got? The, you got the laptop with you. I kind of compose it in my head and at a timeout, I tap it into my laptop. Oh God, that's such a frustrating way to write. It's a terrible method. Your office is much better than my well, office. My office has a desk. It has a couch. I've got a, I've got uh, a wall of books. I've got windows. Uh, it's a it's a very comfortable, well appointed place to write. It's exactly it, what you want for an office. Yeah, I mean, your office. First of all, you got to move around constantly. I mean, not just not just in 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 uh, in the act of writing, you're moving physically, but then from day to day, you never know where your office is going to be. Yeah, when I was a kid, you remember Kevin McHale? Sure, great so, basketball player for the for the Boston uh, Celtics. Great job. Yeah. yeah, Minnesota boy, and you know, funny guy, big and I, goofy I, looking kid. Yeah, yeah. So you know, clearly I gravitated to that, and well, I I was a fan of his, and I heard that in the low post that was his office, and I thought, wow, how cool would that be? And I just didn't know. Yeah, because because probably what you weren't taking into account was the fact that his job is to be a professional basketball player. So That's, in a very literal sense, that was his office. Exactly right. That's where I made the mistake. Not being a professional basketball player, 
because here's the thing. You're a New York Times bestselling author, right? Oh, yeah. Is Kevin McHale? Probably. No, he's not. Oh, he's not. No, because in his office, he's just doing hoops. Mm-hmm. In my office, I want to be writing, but what am I doing? I have to be doing hoops. Oh, yeah, or they'll kick you out of the office. If you're not – I mean your office space is contingent on the fact that you're able to perform in a high-pressure sports situation. And then on top of that, you have to write. Yeah, dumb, dumb, dumb. Dumb on my part. I mean – Dumb. I mean, I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can renegotiate the terms of your office or or what you can do, but you got to get out of that situation. Yeah, I and mean, it, look, look. I want you. I mean, I think you should play you, all all the sports you want to play, but keep that separate from your work life. Yeah, I'm starting to realize that it's not going to be as productive um, if I try and get my work done in my office. Right. It's just. I feel like it's. Uh, I just feel like it's just going to s- slow me down. Do you know what I mean? And I used to think it was so glamorous, but now when I hear an announcer on TV going, that's his office. I just, I shake my head in pity. Yeah. Well, I just yeah. Think, you know what else I think? I think that a NASCAR analyst has to have a Southern accent. I'm thinking about that and I'm going through, I'm going through my mental Rolodex of NASCAR announcers. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm up to the C's. Mm-hmm. G. Yeah. K. Yeah, you're right. They all have Southern accents. And if they don't, if they're not from the South, they affect the Southern accent. Oh, they don't have to speak with Southern accents. Just when they're on air, they have to have a Southern accent, is my point. Yeah. Uh, I assume most of them don't have Southern accents, but as soon as they hit record, bam. Well, because as you know, NASCAR. Uh, it's a regional sport. I mean, it was a regional sport. Uh, it, it's its origins are in the the, the moonshine runners, or the the backwoods, hey. and uh, those are all the southern, all good southern boys, one and all. Oh hell yeah! Now so, here's what you can do: you can do two things when you're driving. What are you doing now? What are you, what are Look, you doing? I'm telling you how it is. No, but I'm trying to understand. Like, I feel like your voice changed. Something changed in the way you're speaking. I'm talking about this here race. I know you talking about my my P's and Q's. Oh, you're doing you're doing NASCAR announcing, but huh? we but we just said they, we, we just do? said that they speak in southern accent with southern accents. Well, hell, boy. Well, hell. Now listen, you can do two things when you're on that track. <laughs> two things. You can go straight, or you can go left. I know lots of good old boys running moonshine. They think they can back up. They think they can turn right. They think they can stop. You can't do none of them things. And if you do them things, you ain't going to be a very successful NASCAR racer, boy. You ain't going to be. You can turn left or you can go straight. If you can't figure out which one of them you're going to do, you can't be no NASCAR racer, son. You're not going to win a lot of races. Uh uh You stop. I'm doing my southern accent now. You're not going to win a lot of races, boy. That very good. Yep. That's um mid Tennessee, I'm thinking. Uh it's it's southern mid Tennessee, yes. Blue Ridge. You can go left. Or you can go straight. You can go right and you can't stop and you can go back. No, well, not gonna win a lot of races that way, boy. Oh shit, you you have a thing for accents, right? I have I have well Part of my training, and you know I'm classically trained, was not specifically learning how to do accents, but learning how to uh, isolate sounds. 
and to do a kind of uh, phonetic breakdown of accents. So when you say like you can do accents, what I can do is I can break down sounds phonetically and then recreate the accent. So if I can hear an accent, I can recreate it essentially note for note without necessarily being good at accents, if that makes sense. It's a skill like like any other, and I I spent years learning it. You have like perfect pitch then. Yes, I have, I have perfect pitch when it comes to accents and when it comes to musicality. Uh, that's – I mean, yeah. That's why I, I never see you spend time – like for example, you do an unbelievable German accent. And yes. yet I know you've never been to Germany. No, I've never been to Germany. But and, – and within Germany, of course, like in any other large nation, there are many derivations. I mean Eastern Germany, because of the Soviet influence – uh, is a little bit more. Uh, it has a kind of guttural Slavic uh, tone to it that Western Germany, because of its proximity to uh, Western Europe, doesn't have. Western Europe almost has. It's a little bit more clipped because of the more. Uh, it's got British influences, and then if you go into south into the Alsace region, of course, oh, it wow. slides into French. Genius, You're or a French genius. accent, I should say. I would never have known that. I just would have thought German was just, you know. No, there's that car- there's the kind of cartoonish uh, German accent that you hear, you know, Yabul, uh, 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 you know, Achtung, and and it's 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 insulting, you know. Right. Where did where did we get these uh, these snacks for the the podcast? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, I, what region was that? That was that. That was no region. That was like oh. your. That was your typical F troop cartoonish TV oh. German accent, like this. Clink. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But if I were to do, if I were to do a more Teutonic version of that, I would do something like uh, something like uh, Ah, Achtung! Where did you get these snacks for this podcast? Where's that from? That was more northern Germany. Ah. But what about if it's sort of like from the Eastern with the Russian influence? Yeah, yeah Achtung, where did you get these snacks for the podcast? Did you hear that? Do you hear how it, it gets a little bit more guttural, a little bit more Slavic? When I'm tasting wine and people are like, oh, it's oaky and it, it's, it's a much drier thing. I have perfect pitch when it comes to wine. Yeah, and see, I can't taste any of that shit. I'm like, I like, just tastes like wine to me. And so when you said those things, it's sort of the same. I, I don't have a sophisticated palate. Oh, could you not hear it? I, I knew there was something going on. Right. But instinctively, on a kind of uh, subconscious level, you probably placed me in Eastern Germany. Not quite over the border, but in Eastern Germany. Uh, I, I sort of had... Subconsciously, you did. Okay, I, I guess I, I guess I did, but I don't think I did. No, well, that's what that's why I said subconsciously. So but I'm think, saying because I have perfect pitch, I could tell that you did. Well, then let's make let's do an exercise. You do an accent, and I'll tell you where I think you are, and then you tell me where I, where subconsciously I think you are. Very quickly, though, let's welcome everybody to Mates Mike and Tom Eat Snacks with me, Michael Ian Black, and uh, and the other guy, Tom Cavanaugh. Mike and Tom Eat Snacks. Where we pick a snack, eat a snack, rate a snack. Now, we haven't gotten too far into snacks lately, but I think this is going to be even more rewarding. Even more rewarding. <laughs> I'm, having, I'm, slipping the, over my, I'm tripping over my words a little bit. I, you, you couldn't say more rewarding. It's hard to say. And yet I can do any accent. Give me a quick Finnish accent. Finnish? Yeah. Uh, uh, um, okay. 
Ja, die Salmon are running super good this winter. Yeah, see, I hear that. And you think Finland? Yeah, I mean, I guess I sort of felt like your office, your office maybe, but but maybe Finland. Yeah, maybe Finland. Yeah. Now, what was that you were doing? It's baffling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Baffling. I'd love to sit down with you one day and just give mm-hmm. you some some pointers and some lessons and and uh, because I because what I think you have that a yeah. lot of people lack is a real yeah. enthusiasm to learn. And a real curiosity about how I do what I do, and I would love to sit you down and just and just dazzle you for an hour, and just give you the inspiration that you need to go out into the world of accents and really up your game. Because I think it would be great for you. I really do. I, I would love that. I think if we were to sit down and you were to dazzle me for an hour, you know, and I'm going to learn something. Because you're right, I'm obtuse a little bit. You know, I didn't say that. No, no, but I'm saying it. Yeah, I'm agreeing with it, but I didn't say it. Right, you didn't say it, but I'm a little thick-headed, a little obtuse, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, a little, I, I, a little I, 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 would, I would never say that. No, but you're thinking it. No, I'm agreeing. Yeah, I'm a little pedestrian. Well, and I'm a lot pedestrian. Yeah, and if you were to sit me down and dazzle me for an hour with accents, I think that would be – let's agree to do that. Okay. And that'll – I'll charge you all the half rate, 500 bucks. Wait, you'll charge me? Yeah. What do you mean you'll charge me? I'm, hour, I'm, I'm the one dazzling you. Oh, yeah, but an hour of my time, right? Yeah, but it's an hour. Of my, my time is clearly more valuable if I'm the one doing the dazzling. You're just being bedazzled. That's why half rate, 500 bucks. Take it or leave it. Okay, that's fine. Then I'll charge you half rate. What's that? 750 Seven. So that's going to be... I come out five ahead. I come out. Yeah, it's going to be four hundred. I'll tell you what I'll do. Let me. I'll tell you what I'll do. Yeah. Let me have Peggy contact you, and she'll set everything up, and then we'll we'll make it happen. Peggy's your girl. Yeah, Peggy's the new girl. Okay. Peggy's my new girl. But you 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 have Peggy call Cam. Mm Mm-hmm. They'll work it out, Cam and Peggy, and then we'll see where we are. Okay. Great. And that'll we'll run that through my business affairs four hundred ninety two fifty straight shot no problem. Well, let's I, I because because we're such good friends. Yeah, I want to set the numbers aside for a minute. Let's just agree to make it happen. Uh, Peggy, my, o, Peggy, will call Cam. Yeah, but my experience with friends and money is like this is where it goes down the drain, you know. And I yeah. just I just want to get it out right now. You'll be paying me almost, you know, half a se- <laughs> half a grand, and we're good for an hour. Like, I just want to get that out there so that we know I could cut, you know, cut you a rate. You're like, you and I go way back. It's going to be great. You're going to dazzle me. I'll, I'll learn some accents. We'll have some fun. You'll buy me some dinner. It'll, it's going to be great, you know. Um, and then, and then we're good for that hour, you know, full hour. It's like I'm not even going to do that thing where I leave at 57 minutes, 55 minutes. Thanks for this. It's been great. Full hour, and let's just. I just want to, I just want to put a pin in the money right away because that's where friends, people, you know, people get weird around money. And I don't want that to happen. I just feel like, I feel like what you slipped in in there somewhere was I'm going to pay you, and then I'm going to buy you dinner. I feel like I heard that come out of your mouth. Look, I don't think I said it. I mean, I'm sure that the viewers know, and that's another thing. But we should table that whether or not you they're. Got to table that for now. Let's just table it for now. But, 
here's the thing. I don't think I've said that, but if you are going to buy me dinner, great. That would be that would be awesome. Maybe that's you know we'll have a good dinner. You know, you'll buy us a couple uh, fine bottles of wine because you're such a wine expert. And there we go. Well, I have perfect pitch when it comes to wine. Perfect pitch when it comes to wine. Exactly right. So that'll be great. I mean, that's a, that's a pleasant evening, you know? Well. I just, I'm very excited about this, you know? I'm actually tied up. Oh, that's fine. You know, you can talk. We'll take the gag out of your mouth. I don't care if you're tied up. It's going to be great. I'll do the ordering. Snacks? Let's do it. All right. Now. Today's snack. Shit, bro. I don't know how I feel about today's snack going into it because I feel like we're doing the snack a little bit of a disservice. Oh, a complete disservice. All right. Because the snack's going to be like, fuck you guys. Where's the cheese? Right. Right. Or the snack's going to be like, fuck you. Right. But on the other hand, it, you know, it is what it is. You kind of got to, you kind of got, got to play it straight here and say, and say traditionally you you may not be served in the way we're going to serve you but pal you're putting yourself out there and uh it's it's such a well-known snack with i don't see i don't see i don't see how we do this any other way that's exactly right michael that's exactly right listen we don't cut corners you know we you don't get to be you don't get to enjoy our status in the snack game by cutting corners, you know, and you're exactly right. It's not our fault. You know, so many times you see this in relationships, you know, where, you know, one, either the man or the woman are battered and they blame themselves, right? It's not your fault. It's the person doing the battering's fault. And in this instance, it's not our fault. We feel we need to gussy it up because that's sort of the that's sort of the agreement with the with with the the snack that we've chosen today. But it isn't really. We didn't make the snack. The, the snack came to us, and it came to us in this form, and we're going to review it in the purest form. And what snack is it, Tom? It is original premium saltine crackers. Stormtroopers hitting the ground. I don't know what that was, but I loved it. Yeah, I didn't know what it was either. Your face was getting beat red as you were doing it too. It sort of felt like the front at Jimmy. All right, so uh, why don't you describe for the the viewers again? It's being tabled. Uh, what you're looking at there, or what we're looking at, I should say. I feel like if I were at the front, you know, back in the W, I just lose my shit. In terms of what you think you would, you would, uh, you would what? You'd run away? Like You'd that? Freak out? Just when you said it, that guy, I was kind of like whatever it was happening. I kind of felt like yeah, my helmet off, ripping my shirt off, just running, shooting my gun, just like screaming. Right. And then I'm either like, you know, winning the Purple Cross or whatever the thing is for like taking out like a turret of, of, uh, Jerry's, Jerry's turret of Jerry's or I'm getting shot up. Maybe a little of both. Yeah, maybe both. And I totally, you're, you're so, you're so adrenalized at that point. You're getting shot up. You're getting, but you keep going. You're naked. You're buck naked. You know, shooting, shooting off the gun, running up to the turret for full of Jerry's. Buck naked. Where, where, where are these Jerry's from specifically in Germany? Yeah, yeah, that is a good question. From 
Germany, Germany. Uh huh. Okay, so they would be. So they would sound something like, uh, "Yeah, do you see this? Do you see this guy running towards us?" Well, where's that from? That's Germany, Germany, Germany. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. So that's, you see this guy? He's running towards us. Wow, this guy. That's no pants. He's got no pants on. This guy. We got to shoot him with our guns. Yeah, he's killing all of us. He's killing all of us. He's terrible. What he's doing? What he's does? Right. What he does? What is this guy? Yeah, because they're concerned that they're all getting killed. Oh, it's the worst for them. <laughs> they, they didn't sign up for that. No. Forget the Jerry's didn't sign up for it either. No, nobody signed up for it. Well, maybe it's some naked Jerry's running toward me. He's losing his shit too. Cause he didn't sign up. Yeah. Uh, well, you see this guy? I'm naked. You're naked. We're both yeah. naked. Hey man. Yeah. Hey man. What are you doing out here? It's naked time. I don't know. I lost my shit. Yeah, I lost my shit too. It's terrible. It's, it's terrible. You know, war, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. War, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Right. I, I yeah. totally agree. All right, well, put it there, man. And then, boom, war's over. Yeah, just like that. Because if just if just two naked guys could get together, you know, and just two, talk. Two naked guys could shake hands on the front, you know, after yeah. losing their shit. Just a couple, just a couple of naked guys out there in the front, getting together, doing whatever they do. Boom, war's over. Whatever two naked guys do, that's what they're doing, and war's over. Because you can't, you know what I mean? It's like you can't, you can't be naked with a guy on the front, and then be like, oh, you know, I think we should, we should, we should kill each other. Let's keep killing. No, no there's other like, things we could do that feel so much better. One guy gets naked, the other guy gets naked, and suddenly it's not about the killing. That's the last thing it's about. I don't know if it's the last thing, but it's certainly not forefront of the agenda. Yeah. One guy gets naked, the other guy's naked, they're all muddy, they've been running, maybe sweating, chests are heaving a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, one guy's standing in front of the other guy, the other guy doesn't really speak the language as well as the one guy, the one guy doesn't speak the other guy's language, but there they are on the front. Full front. Couple of naked guys, full front. <laughs> that's that. That's Boom, what it war's over. War's yeah, war's over. over. That's, why they get, that's why they give soldiers uniforms, you know? They don't want them naked. No, keep Who, killing Yeah, who's going to fight? If everybody's naked, who's going to fight? Nobody. I'll tell you what we need to do is keep these men clothed. If the men are clothed, the battle will continue. All right, I'm going to open up this box of uh, saltine crackers. The thing about these guys, I I know this is, uh, I know this is um, plain fare. Very plain. It doesn't get much plainer than this in the snack game. The, really the only way it would be plainer is if they were unsalted saltine crackers. Yeah, well, I don't know who does that. I, I honestly don't know that, you know. Uh, last week we had a bunch of jerk-offs. I assume that they would be, but I don't know. Did you get in there yet? I'm in. I've opened my sleeve. Yeah, I got my sleeve open. I got, I've got uh, a, really just a perfectly toasted, plain saltine cracker. Uh, you know, beige-ish. Sure, beige-ish. Attractive. Ah, maybe. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's not promising anything great. It's looking at me and it's going, you know, uh, it's it, it, it's basically saying, uh, I don't know what you want to do here. Yeah, that's sort of the saltine looks at you and it kind of goes, 
All right. What are we doing? Yeah, he's game for anything. Yeah, this you, you want to put some cheese on there? He's game. You want to dip it in some soup? He's game. I feel like even more specific than game, the saltine is resigned. Maybe that's the better word. You're going to smear some peanut butter on there? Yeah, whatever, man. Let's just let's just do this thing. You know, <laughs> he's got a family at home. You know what I mean? He's at, he's he's doing what he's doing not for him. He's doing it for his family. Let's just get to it. Yeah, something's gonna you know this is gonna go down. I, you and I, you and I both know we have an we have an unspoken contract. Let's just get to it. He's got a job to do. That's all it is for him. It's a job. Throw me in hot soup. Good, fine. That's what you got to do. Yeah, Look, I get it. I get it. <laughs> My job. Throw me in hot soup. It's fine. Whatever you got to do, I'll do. You want to you 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 want uh, peanut butter? You want almond butter? What do you want to do? You want to put just some butter on me? Yeah, whatever, man. It's cool. You want to roll up some salami, put some cheese on that, put a little, throw some capers on me. Whatever you want to do, I'll do. Do it. Little locks, little spread, whatever you got. But I'm not. I'm I'm not the idea man here. Look, I'm your base. You know, I'm providing you a little something. You want to get inventive? Get inventive. You don't want to get inventive? Don't don't get inventive. You want to go crazy? Have at her. I'm a saltine cracker. Well, today we don't want to get crazy, Saltine. Today we just want we just want you on your own merits. There's too many things you can, that can happen when you get crazy, and we're not. We're only the viewers. And again, I'm not sure about whether they are or not viewers. Let's table that. The, the viewers, there's like a million and one ways to do up your Saltine cracker, and we don't want to miss one. We don't want to get there and someone says, "What about the tapenade? You put no pimento, no fun. Uh, no pimento, no tapenade. Who's the jerk off now? We are. Yeah, and we no, don't want so to. We, we're eliminating that possibility right out of the gate. Guys, there's not going to be any accompaniment with the saltine. It's just going to be the saltine. We're reviewing the saltine cracker. And this is the other thing. This thing's been around for 7,000 years. It's been around. It's one of the original snacks. It's Nabisco original. Although here they have topped with sea salt. And I feel like premium saltine crackers. I'm like somewhere that came along. We're like, hey. You know, let's get that sodium out of there and let's throw down some sea salt. Yeah, but I mean, that's it's semantics but at this point. It's still the same cracker. But it, it, this is one of the, this is this is one of man's earliest snacks. I mean, aside from like bones, yeah, unleavened bread, matzah. I mean, it's it essentially what you're eating here is matzah. Exactly right. So I'm going to take okay. a bite of the saltine. I mean. The mouth, the mouth immediately seizes up in terms of moisture. I mean, it's just a sponge for saliva. I can't remember the last time I had a premium saltine cracker, and yet my first bite was just hordes of familiarity rushing back in. Just through the senses, you've been having these things since you were, since you had teeth, I think. Probably. And, and here's my method. I salt down. I go salt down and I, I take the whole cracker. Oh, you go all at once. You look at that. I kind of snap it in two with my tongue once it gets in there. Mm-hmm. Crush up on the side. Yep. I got the salt face down, so I got the immediate well, salt tongue. You, you identified something important. Salt face down. That's important. What are you saving the salt? What are you saving the salt for? I don't know why you're eating this thing if you don't want the salt fix. That's it's that's its entire uh, raison d'etre, raison d'etre. Now, salt. I, again, I don't speak German, but I agree with you. It's like this is it's a saltine, like it's it's a damn saltine cracker. No, as a younger man, Tom. Yeah, I got into the habit with saltines. They would come in cellophane packages of uh, two or three. I feel like two, 
Oh, yeah. Saltine crackers for soup. Yeah, for soup. Be served with soup, a little uh, cellophane package. But what I would do, Tom, I would crush the saltine cracker in utero. Do you see? I would I would smash I would smash the cracker still in the cellophane to a fine dust Mm -hmm. to as fine a dust as I could get it. Open the cellophane and pour the dust into my mouth. Into your mouth. Yeah, straight in. Shit. I loved that. Now I can't do that here because I'm in I'm I've got a sleeve. I have nothing to I have nothing to to, to store the, the saltine cracker in. But if I had the cellophane, the cellophane package, that's what I would be doing right now. Let me share my story. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it had- seemed like you were looking for permission there. So I, I felt like I should No, I, I, I'm trying to remember. There was an actor once said to me, let, let me share my journey with you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh, shit. It was at an audition, and I never contacted this guy to share his journey. Well, I can't imagine why not. I don't know. Remember when we went to that thing that one time? That's sometimes you you have to engage, but this time, no. Which thing? The thing with Hannibal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He didn't engage more power to <laughs> He didn't engage at all. We went to a thing, Tom and I. I don't know how I got invited, but it was a thing. We both got invited. It was like a dinner party. Yeah. And uh, it was like, I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to identify the person by name no. or give too many identifying characteristics, but it nope. was a dinner party. It was kind of like a, it's, it's, it's sort of, it sort of seemed like it was meant to be some kind of intellectual salon. Um, it couldn't have been because we were invited. <laughs> right. It was like it was like half sort of business venture capitalist people, mm-hmm. and then a few kind of like clowns like us, like us, and Hannibal Burris, who were supposed to be like cr- creative, mm-hmm. I think, but they needed to invite like Angelina Jolie instead of like used to put it clowns like us. It, she would have been a better fit at this event than we were. Wait, well. Almost any event, she'd be a better fit than us. But in this event in particular, sure. But – and also nobody – so here's the thing. Like most people didn't know most people. And that was actually an idea that we were like, you know what? Jump in. Let's jump in because this is a gutsy move on these people's part. Yeah, Which it, I still think it was a gutsy move on their part and I'm impressed with them. Hannibal, however. <laughs> Hannibal basically walked in. Was there for about three minutes. Assess the situation. Right. <laughs> and then he goes, I got to go. And he left. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> he said, I'm out. That's the funny thing. This is why you go to these things because that is still one of my all-time great moments. Just like, <laughs> man, they're just like, I'm out. <laughs> I read the lay of the land. You know, I checked out what cards I've been dealt. Right. And I cut my losses. <laughs> no compunctions about it either. I'm out. No. <laughs> got up and left. Got up to a dinner party and like minutes later walked out. No. Yeah. It was it was fairly incredible. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, um So yeah, my story was was with uh you know, sometimes you engage, but with you want to share my journey. I, I did not engage with that gentleman. 
it, when, when I had the saltines in the package, like you put it, you and I have, there's, the, the, our, our, our streams meander close, let me put it, uh, young Jedi, because I- Are you peeing next to somebody? Yeah. European? Uh, where's that guy? We don't know. Oh, I'm saying you're peeing next to somebody. You said your streams wander close. You and I, our streams meander close. Gross. <laughs> and I would take the cellophane package of the crackers. I would open them, open the open the package, but not take the cracker out, turn it upside down to dump it in my soup and crack it just as you did. Crack those crackers and then let them fall out. I like the idea of the crushed cracker then falling out of the package. Right. Well, I just eliminated all the liquid and just did the dust. Sometimes I would snort it. Huh? Just a joke. Just a joke time. Just a little joke time. It's not that kind of podcast, man. Not that kind of party. Cool, man. Not that party. You've heard that. uh, Certainly, you've heard that that, uh, kind of. Uh, urban legend that you can't whistle, eat whistle, six whistle, sal- whistle, 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 whistle. Is that it? No, but but similar that you can't eat six of them in a minute without water. There we go. All right, let me get. Gotta do it. I thought it was you can't eat five and whistle. Well, that's probably one too. But I'm going to time try you. Both. Try both. Give All me right. a minute. And what can't I do? I can't eat. You six can't in- eat six in a minute. Let me, get, let me let me get the uh, the stopwatch going. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, go. One. <laughs> but I mean, you haven't. You haven't. I mean, you're still chewing it. All right. He, two just went in, and I don't feel like you've swallowed one yet. Yeah. What's my time? What's your time? You're 23 right now, and you're and you're you're already kind of three. Three's in. Three's in. Easy. So far, three's been easy. Four. Mm-hmm. Maybe, One more time. maybe this is easy. Forty-five. You got 15 seconds to get two down. Nothing to it. <laughs> You got three seconds. (laughs) And that's a minute. And you've got a mouthful of saltine. (laughs) Yeah, you can't do it. And you're still going. I mean, you're still going. I mean, the mouth, your mouth is full of saltine still. It's because, it's because apparently. It just takes all the saliva, and you need saliva to swallow. And if you don't have saliva, you can't swallow. Five was easy. You were five wasn't easy. You had four in, and uh, and, and you put five. You put the fifth one in, but you still had. I feel like the the accumulation of four crackers still in your mouth. No. You're still chewing. Yeah, but that's my sixth. My sixth one. <laughs> no, but <laughs> you did my sixth one. It's a minute after the fact, and you're still going. You're still going. Five was easy. Yeah. Oh, no. Five wasn't a problem. I understand that. This is the sixth. Yeah. The sixth one. Put Can me you on whistle the- yet? Yeah. Listen. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Okay. Three minutes in, you could whistle.
to say, though, as a plain thing to stick in my craw, if I yeah. just need something to stick in my craw, yeah. saltine, not bad, not a bad choice. No, it's funny. It, it shouldn't be a good choice, and yet it's strangely satisfying. Kind of, you know, that, that salt, the right level of salt. It's got a good crunch. You got to work at it a little bit. Then it dissolves, and you know you've done something. You feel a sense of accomplishment. It's really weird. I guess that's why it stood the test of time. It's the perfect base. That's what it is. It's the yeah. perfect base. Yeah, it's the perfect base. You I put anything right. on there, it works, and it's good by itself. I think these guys lucked out. I think they were trying to make something cheap, and then suddenly it was like, no, this has become, become a staple. I don't know. Look, I don't know the story. Well, but- people people would come over from Poland and Ireland. And th- this was all they'd eat. After the potato famine, they'd come to America. And just, saltines. Yeah, saltines. And these poor neighborhoods, they're living in tenements, and uh, whole families, you know, 17 people living in a, uh, one room. Where in Ireland? Where, where, what county? County Cork. County Cork. I date come here. No, give, me, give me another county. County Kerry. Uh, okay, so I did County Cork. Now I'll do, count, uh, now I'll do County Kerry. County Kerry. No, it's uncanny. It's, it's weird, perfect. right? It's weird, right? Yeah, because perfect you've pitch. never been to Cork or Kerry. No. You've been to Dublin for of the. Of course, the, the, I, had a, I had a residency in Dublin. Yeah, the sex trade show, but you've never been to Cork or Kerry. I've been to Galway. Yeah, for that girl. Look, you're still going on a cracker, huh? Why not? Yeah, why not? Exactly. That's it. Why not? No. Not to fill you up, lass. No, I'll fill you up. Sure, and shooting. No. Twelve. No, I, I. Yeah, I don't know what it is. But I guess respect. Respect, that's the word, isn't it? Yeah. Ratings? No, absolutely. Ratings! Ratings! I mean... I mean, there's just, there's not that much to say about saltine. And there's everything to say. It is a conundrum. Conundrum, this, this, this cracker. Because you're right, it shouldn't taste as good as it tastes. And it does taste that good. Yeah, you shouldn't enjoy it on its own. I feel the guy is coming in, he's doing his job, and doesn't even care about his ratings. Like, look, I'm going to be here. Uh, You know, it doesn't really matter to me. We're, We're like... We're above the rise and fall of the snack game, the ebb and flow. We're just a saltine cracker, man. We're going to be here. You need us. We get it. We're going to do our work. It's fine. Thanks if you love us. That's great. If you don't love us, someone else will. All good. Yeah. But there's certain, there's certain people who are great at their jobs, even though they don't necessarily love their jobs. Well, yeah. I feel kind of bad for those guys. A little bit. Like Bill Cosby. Um, hated it, man. I don't know that he hated it. Oh, you read his autobiography? No. I uh, hate, hated the whole thing. Hates comedy. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hates people. Well, that I know. Yeah. Just hated everything. No. No, I don't know anything about Bill Cosby. Oh. Uh, saltine Cracker, I give you a six. Saltine Cracker. I, I'm just, uh, I know you, it's a funny thing about me, Michael, and I think about sometimes the human condition in general. When... 
love is not asked for. Often love is given. Mm, beautiful. Saltine Cracker. I give you a seven. See you next week. See you next week. Now leaving Nerdist.com.